Hey, Wide Left Sports listeners, do I have an opportunity for you? The Billings American Legion is holding their annual Hall of Fame dinner Saturday, April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel here in Billings. And let me tell you, it is a great event. There's dinner guest speaker, which this year will be Bill Spaceman Lee, and a live auction. And the best part is every cent goes back to the boys and goes back to the Billings American Legion program. It is a great event that they hold yearly, and it is just a blast to go to. Tickets will be available soon, so be on the lookout at the Billings American Legion website. Again, that is April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by Billings American Legion Hall of Fame inductee Mitch Schmidt. How are you doing today? Great. It's a wonderful day. I, I don't know how the weather is up there uh, in Billings. I actually talked to my dad and he said it's supposed to start warming up. Yep. But we, we played on Saturday in 32 degrees and we play a doubleheader against Briarcliff out of Sioux city. And then, uh, we actually played on Sunday. It got to about 45, but yesterday rained all day long. It was great. That had, for to, day. <laughs> that had to make you feel like you were back in Billings, huh? Oh, it did. <laughs> it's it, What you, a lot of people don't understand. It's the weather in Nebraska, especially Omaha here. It's really not much different than Billings. It's, Billings stays colder, gets that snow for probably about three weeks longer. That's about it. Otherwise, I know we're not in the, you know, foothills below the mountains. You know, it's pretty flat here. That's why they call it corn. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the weather's really not a lot lot different. Uh, But I'll tell you, the hunting and fishing is completely different. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So, you know, my first question here is what did you or what was your reaction when you found out you were going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Uh, honestly, I was very, very surprised. It's I I have to apologize for everybody that, that I played with in Billings and, you know, that I played against and the, the guys that are afterwards. It's I think I've just gotten caught up in in the baseball life too much. I don't get back to Billings as often as I should. Uh, but I can tell you this, anytime the Royals or the Scarlets are in the Omaha area that they're playing and I'm available, I make it to the games. So I, I've seen a lot of Billings guys. We've recruited a lot of Billings guys. Um, that's Currently, we actually have a Bozeman kid on our team. That's I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the Legion baseball in Montana. It's to a point. It, it sucks because you guys don't get enough credit and kids don't get to where they should be. Cause I've seen a lot of kids that, you know, young men from, from Montana that should be playing at bigger and better schools. It, but here's the deal. Realistically, doesn't matter where you're at. If you're going to go to the next level, they're going to find you. So, but the opportunities that it's, you know, the kids from Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, you know, North Dakota, they, they don't get as many opportunities as they should. Just it's, it's getting better and better just because of technology, mm-hmm. you know, more guys are being able to be seen, but it's, 
it's good for us because there's guy, you know, coach Sean Malley coaches with me here at Bellevue university and he's a former Royal and he's a former mm-hmm. Royal coach also. And we are able to go after some kids. Well, uh, we have a kid, Jake Lacey that played at Mile city community college. So, uh, and he's actually from Gillette, Wyoming. Uh, we got a couple of kids that are from Bismarck uh, community college. It's so we're able to hit some of those, you know, Northern schools, you know, and the Northern Legion programs that don't get hit. And we, we get what we want, you know, for the most part. <laughs> for sure. I mean, there are some really good athletes that have come out of Billings in the last few years. Yeah. Right. They do go primarily to JUCO. And a lot of times it's JUCOs in North Dakota or the very North Minnesota. Yep. And not places you really want to go, but they're where you're able to go. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and to a point and you know me being a hockey guy too is that it's kids that play hockey they'll go to any corner of the united states and any corner of canada you know tucked into anywhere to play the game and that's where you know the kids from montana wyoming north dakota south dakota that's where they go and yeah. i'll tell you what as long as they're having fun playing the game let them go. It's, you know, one of the things that we use an acronym, it's what does game stand for? Gathering all men enjoy. You know, we talk about it all the time that, you know, and one of the reasons we have success where I'm coaching is because our guys enjoy playing here. They enjoy playing the game and they realize it doesn't matter what level it is. It's play the game, have fun. You know, it's, you can talk to a lot of the guys that, that are alumni there in Billings that if they, if they had the chance to go back and play, continue to play, they'd do it in a heartbeat. I mean, our bodies might not hold up, but <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> oh, for sure. So I'm looking at your playing career here for Legion, and you have a rare thing. You played for both the Royals and the Scarlets. Yeah, I did. I was. What was it uh, like to be on both sides? <laughs> well, I was a young pup, and at that time, Skyview was just coming in. And what it was is – you had senior and central was the Royals. And then when Skyview opened up, it was Skyview and senior were the Royals and West and central were the Scarlets. Right. So I was in that first year. Um, I was on the Blue Jays. Uh, luckily, I uh, had a pretty good arm. I had a, had a lot of fun. I was young and dumb and <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. And Coach Rogers was awesome. Uh, coach Dobbins was actually my football coach at, uh, at central and he ended up being, he was my blue Jays coach. So started out on the blue Jays, got pulled up and not to be a position player on the Royals for a couple games, but to pitch, they needed the, you know, they have that long stretch, right. When you get out of school where yeah. you got multiple tournaments that you're going into, you know, for two, three weeks in a row and, you know, you finish it out in Billings for the IGA 4th of July tournament, you know, that whole month of June and it, it, you play a ton of games real fast and you, and that's when I got called up and I can still remember it to this day. I'm this skinny little turd and coach Rogers, Hey, go get warmed up. And like, Oh God, what am I getting myself into? First appearance that I had was against Las Vegas Valley. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is yeah. throwing you into the wolves. <laughs> I got thrown to the wolves, and I'll tell you what, I it's I I played a lot of baseball, been around a lot of baseball. I still remember it 
first pitch I threw, I came in, threw one pitch, bases were loaded. We turned to double play. I got out of it, went out the next inning, threw, threw a pitch, pop up, threw a pitch, pop up. Now, the fourth pitch I threw was a liner that came right back at me. And I, I think that my pants are still buried on, on the mound at Cobbfield. That <laughs> went straight up the middle. And luckily, it, it's, I think I didn't throw as hard as the guys that were throwing in front of me. And they were out on their front foot. Next guy popped up. And I literally threw five pitches. <laughs> wow. In, in, in my Royals debut. And it's, I, sat back and I thought about it you know it's like holy cow how did and well and Mike Schultes was uh one of the guys that was on the team uh with me on the Blue Jays and was up on the Royals and he goes he came in he goes do you know how close you were to a perfect inning and I was like no idea what you're talking about he goes you almost threw three pitches for three outs he goes you threw four pitches and got four outs and Coach Rogers goes, hey, how about you don't throw so many strikes? <laughs> throw a few outside the plate. It's okay. Yep. So awesome. but it, was, it was awesome. I had a blast. You know, and back then, the Royals and Scarlets, we competed against each other. We we got after it. But we literally, when I was on on the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays and the Cardinals, we rode on a bus to Cody, Wyoming together. For a tournament and we stayed in the same motel so when we uh when we all went down to the swimming pool you know guys that i ended up playing with on the scarlets they were you know they're on the cardinals and they were there yeah. and you know and you know a lot of people think that scott schmidt and i are our brothers and <laughs> we're actually not you know we hung around we lived a block away from each other we hung out all the time you know played wiffle ball over at burlington park but he was on the Cardinals and I was on the Blue Jays. And so him and I are hanging out BS and talking. And a bunch of the Cardinal guys are like, why are you hanging out with him? You know, saying that to Scott and a bunch of the Blue Jay guys are like, what are you hanging out with him for? Because we're friends. And <laughs> it, it just happened to be that we ended up playing Cody in the championship game. But then the state tournament later on, when I was on the Scarlets, state tournament was in Lethbridge. And the Royals and Scarlets rode on the bus together from Billings, Montana to Lethbridge, Alberta for this for the Montana American Legion State <laughs> Championships State Tournament. <laughs> I always love that. I love how our Montana Legion is like international because we had a couple <laughs> of Canada teams in there. Yeah. So, but playing on both teams, I I got the experience. You know, some great coaches. It, it's you know, I had Coach Dobbins. You know, Gary Roller was you know one of my coaches and you know i had him in pony colt and then mm -hmm. he helped out with with the blue jays when i was there well he he was more he was up on the royals and i can tell you my opinion the reason i actually as a young pup got called up to the royals was gary did a little politicking for me because gary had had me for the two previous years to that in pony colt and said hey this kid will get out there and he'll throw strikes <laughs> so yeah. I, I I have a feeling that GR is the one that, that got me that shot. But, you know, as things went along, you know, hey, I played for Coach Maggart. I had, you know, one of the guys on the board, Travis Teagarden. Travis was one of my assistants when I was there. Um, but John Berge, you'll love this. He is a coach. 
that was at Hutch Community College. He was at Southern Arkansas, uh, or Arkansas State, excuse me. Um, but he came to Billings during the summer. He was a college coach coming to Billings during the summer to work on his master's. We had him as an assistant coach on the Scarlets. Wow. And I still stay in contact to him to this day. Because, you know, he's down in this area. He's actually just outside of Branson, Missouri. And I, with Bellevue University, we're playing at College of the Ozarks. And all of a sudden, this guy comes walking over by the dugout. And I'm like, God, I know this guy. <laughs> and he goes, Mitch, how are you? And as soon as he talked, I was like, oh, my God, it's Coach Berge. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the coaching, the guys that, that the Royals and Scarlets get, it, it's, you're, you're not going to find it. You go to any other Legion program throughout the United States, there's, they don't have what we have for the Royals and Scarlets. No. Just plain and simple. It's, well, when I was at the career center, you know, out at, they used to have, you know, you, you could go out and do auto mechanics and stuff like that. It was out off of Central. Yeah. I was in the graphics arts uh, program out there. I did some stuff. And I made a bumper sticker that says, Billing Scarlets, need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, you know, and every time that, it, you know, people figure out that I'm I'm from Billings, they're like, oh, did you play in the Royals or the Scarlets? And they know. They yeah. know the Royals and Scarlets. It, it's it their programs it's it's the one other program that i constantly run into that people are like that they know is they remember the eugene pepsi challengers and i think think what that is is a number of guys that we get here at bellevue are from the northwest and their dads played against the pepsi challengers or they played on them and we've uh, you know they played against us in fact i've got in the last two years, I have four guys that I've coached here at Bellevue University that I played against their dads <laughs> in Legion <laughs> and college. That's awesome. So it's a lot of fun. It's they they remember how bad I was. <laughs> <laughs> so during your Legion days, you played a lot of different positions. You played obviously you were a great pitcher, played some outfield, played short, played third, played catcher. What was it like to play all those different positions and not really know where you're playing every day? It, and honestly, what it was is it I didn't care. I just I wanted to be on the field. I wanted to play. I wanted to have fun. And and that's and if you look through a lot of the guys that played, you know, around when I did, there weren't, you know, and nowadays there's so many guys that you're a PO. I'm a pitcher and I'm a pitcher only. That very, very rarely happened back then, you know, when I was playing. It's, you know, hey. Here you go. You take Jeff Ballard. Jeff Ballard, you know, guy that ended up playing, you know, major college baseball, you know, went on and played major league baseball. He was yeah. a position player, you know, and he was, and realistically, I remember watching, he was a better position player than he was a pitcher, you know, in the times that I remembered watching him. And it just, you know, you go through Greg stating, you know, was a, as another one of those guys, you know, Travis Teagarden, Teagarden. Hey, he was a shortstop. It's, yeah. He was the Royal shortstop and he went to university of Wyoming. They ended up, you know, pitching, but Hey, when he signed with the Billings Mustangs, what did he sign as? He signed as a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the versatility it's, it, and it helped me as a player. When I pitched, I pitched to the guys the way I didn't want to be pitched to as a hitter. And right. as a hitter, I, 
I looked at, okay, here you go. I don't want, I don't want the pitcher to do this to me. So this is what I'm going to attack. And mm. it helped. And I think that's why the kids from Billings, you know, why we progressed and why we went as far as we have gone, you know, they're yeah. better players because we're versatile and that doesn't, to, to this day, it doesn't happen that much. But even back then, I remember going to college and it, it was so many guys were, hey, <clears throat> so, you know, now obviously you've been through Legion. When was it that you knew you were going to be able to go to college? And how did you end up picking, you know, you went to Seward County to start out? How did you pick Seward County in Kansas? <laughs> well, it what it came down to was, an, and if you look back, I was actually a Legion baby. So I graduated in 87, but my last year at Legion was 88. So I don't know how it happened, but in, so my 17 year old year at Legion, I don't know if Texas Tech saw me or what it was, but originally I was actually going to go to Texas Tech. And so it just, it worked out that they saw me, Coach Hayes had called me and I actually stayed in contact with Coach Hayes and Basically, after he watched me play a little bit more, you know, or got, I think it was Coach Berge that actually did it, that told him, all right, here you go. This is what he needs to do. This is what, you know, he needs more, more playing time here. But I actually got hurt. So my ankle was hurt in my 17-year-old year going into the Legion State Tournament. Um I honestly, I don't remember what it was. If we were playing pickup basketball or <laughs> I split, I, I, it's, I, I had casts on something <laughs> constantly. <laughs> so, but I was going to go to Texas Tech. So I ended up because I had a cast on like literally two days after the state tournament. It was so bad. Went in and they're like, um, you have a broken ankle. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. <laughs> I, I got put in a cast and didn't leave for school, hung out. I went and worked, actually got a job. I uh, worked at Osco Drug uh, at West Park Plaza and I worked at Albertsons. I did two, two jobs and didn't go to school, didn't enroll. I was almost enrolled at MSUB, well, Eastern Montana College at the time. Um, almost did just to take a couple classes and yeah. then uh, had somebody tell me, Hey, don't do that. Because if you do that, you start your clock, you know, cause they talked about, you know, the clock, then you only had five years to play four years, this and that, as soon as I enrolled in school. So I didn't. And so I hung out and as I got healthy, went and did my workouts and stuff you know, with, with the Scarlets, we'd go out to Lockwood uh, junior high gym and <laughs> do our workouts with coach Maggart and and I, I know for a fact that when I reheard it, I heard it in late February, I was playing basketball, a, a basically drop in up at Rocky Mountain College and I rolled my ankle. So I was in a I was in a cast again when we started about a week before we started our my 18 year old year at Legion and Coach Berge came up and coached and pretty much through the whole summer, I didn't know what I was going to do because 
Texas Tech pretty much said, hey, you need to go to a junior college. And I had a number of other schools that talked to me and, you know, it, it was the whole, all right, this school costs, you know, now they cost 40 grand. They, yeah. You know, back then they were 10 grand. They're like, no, nah, I'm not going to school where it cost me 10 grand to go to school. Nowadays, kids, oh, I'll take that one any day, <laughs> you know, and I had a number of different schools. And then uh, Coach Bergie said, all right, here you go. Coach McSpadden from Seward County is going to call you. And I was like, uh, okay, what well, Seward <laughs> County, where's that? And he said, well, he's hooked up and they're just straight up from Amarillo, Texas. They're in Kansas. They play. And so Coach Bergie was trying to get me to go to Hutch or Seward. And, you know, and I was like, okay. And, and Coach McSpadden called, talked to him a little bit. And Coach McSpadden said, well, we'll give you a chance to – We'll give you a chance to hit and pitch. You know, we'll see what we can do. And so I was like, all right. And literally a week before school started, I got on a Greyhound bus and went down to liberal Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, you played obviously there for a year and then you played um, in snow college at Utah and then the university of Northern Colorado and I'm going to talk about your last stop a little bit after this, but what were those differences in those schools? And, you know, what made you, you know, kind of bounce around a little bit? So I didn't, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. But what I did is after my freshman year at Seward, I stuck around and I, I stuck around in liberal and I played for a summer team for a while, uh, liberal BJs. And while I was playing there, Rick Zimmerman, the head coach and coach McSpadden, but they had a pre-Olympic junior Olympic team that got selected and I did pretty good, you know, at Seward as a freshman. And so I actually got to go out to North Carolina and be part of the West uh, Olympic team or pre-Olympic team for the Olympic festival. And Jack Bloxham, the head coach at North Idaho <laughs> was the head coach. So I got to go there and, the funny thing was, is Scott Schmidt, one of my teammates on the Scarlets, you know, guy I hung out with all the time, was already at North Idaho. But like uh, Jim Barry, one of my, you know, teammates that I had at at on the Scarlets was at North Idaho. There, there were four or five guys that I knew at North Idaho. So basically, what I did was I played for Coach Bloxham, and he's like, "Go!" Oh. And I had talked about that I wasn't going back to Kansas. Yeah. I want to be closer to home and hey, that that's, that's called having a girl that's back in Billings is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, but I wasn't sure what I was going to do. It's and coach Bloxham was like, well, if you're not going back to Seward, I got a spot for you at North Idaho. I went to North Idaho and literally cause they showed up two weeks before school started. So Scotty and I packed up the car and we we drove to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I was there and literally within the first three days that we were there for our, you know, captain's practices, Coach Bloxham said, you're going to be our number one on the hill. And I was like, um, I'm, <laughs> I don't get it. I'm, I'm not hitting. Yeah, I'm not going to play first. I'm not going to play outfield. What? Yeah. And he's like, no, we can't take the chance of you getting hit. You know, when you're hitting, it's you're a guy that, 
you don't have a problem with crowding the dish and uh, we can't take the chance of you getting hurt and not being able to throw. And I was like, okay. Well, the assistant coach, Dana, just decided, oh, you know, he wanted to watch me hit a little bit more. And he's said, no, we need, we could use you as a hitter. We could use you as a hitter. You need to go talk to Coach Bloxham again to explain it to him. And then I went in and Coach Bloxham said, no, that's, you're going to be a pitcher and a pitcher only. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, we played Gonzaga in inner squad, basically. And Coach Bloxham wasn't there. And Dana had me as a DH. I hit very well. <laughs> and hit very well. And, uh, in fact, uh, Gonzaga, Mark Maktoff, which is now the current head coach, said, uh, we'd like to come, like you to come over and come for a visit. You know, Coeur d'Alene to Spokane's not too far. No. He said, we, we think you could play for us in the outfield. Well, he didn't talk about pitching at all. So I went to Coach Bloxham and said, hey, you know, Gonzaga's talking to me about coming over to be an outfielder. They'd use me as a reliever is what they would do. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you're our number one arm. You're not going to you're not going to hit for us. And I was like, all right, whatever. So as I sat and I talked and I talked with some of the other guys, it was about a week into school. And I was like, you know what? I really don't like it here. <laughs> I said, see ya. <laughs> Packed up and I went to went to Salt Lake City, Utah, where uh my girlfriend was living. Girlfriend from Billings was living. Went there, got a job, and I just figured, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. I'm if I'm not having fun playing baseball, I'm not doing what I want to do, then I don't. I'm I'm just gonna go to school and that's right. that's it. It's not it, and nothing against you know, I, I completely understand, you know, what he was doing then, you know, as a coach that he, he saw the writing on the wall. And yeah. the thing was, what it ended up being is I, every time I threw, I was sore. Oh. And I was like, no, I'm not. And back then, you know, it, it's if you were hurt, you were hurt. But if you were yeah. sore, you weren't hurt, <laughs> you know, so suck it up and get after it. And. I was like, nope, not not doing this. And so I went and just goofing around in the cages in Salt Lake City. And the head coach from Snow College, Steve Gardner, saw me hitting in the cages. And he's like, who are you? Where are you from? <laughs> I'm working at Avis Rent-A-Car. I'm from Montana. Da -da -da -da. You know, gave him the, and he's like, well, why are you not playing college baseball? Well, what's this? You know, and I explained to him where I was at and what I did. And he's like, well, it just happens to be that we're looking for a middle of the bat. We need a first baseman outfielder. And my arm was actually, it was pretty messed up. <laughs> so, yeah. and so what I ended up doing was I went to snow for, basically I went the last semester and I played, but coaches at Northern Colorado saw me. And my arm got to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't even throw from first base and you know back to the pitcher it's and i had torn rotator cuff is what it was mm -hmm. so and what i did is went to unc and to for they asked me to come for a campus visit and stuff this and that and when i went to unc for the visit and i they're like you can't throw but you can hit <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and head coach said 
here you go. This is the scholarship we're going to offer you. Boom, boom, boom. Said, but what we're going to do is when you get here, we're going to go through your physical and you're probably going to have to have surgery and you're going to redshirt the first year. And so that's what we ended up doing. So I went and had surgery and that's why I had a gap there. <laughs> you know, I had that, <laughs> you know, a year and a half off, um, but had surgery, play, ended up playing at UNC and it was, it was a blast. I had, so, I mean, Snow College, I had a blast too. I still, still t talk to some of the guys, but it's, I was one of those guys that I wanted to play no matter what. And I was going to find, find a way if it was going to be fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's awesome. So then after your Northern Colorado stop, you took a little bit of a break and you played yep. a year at Minot State. So yep. what was it like to come back after a five-year break? So you know, so what I was actually doing was after UNC, it's my arm was screwed up. I wasn't, you know, I couldn't really do anything. And I, I got my time in, you know, and it, at that point, I actually, you're going to go, no way. The girl that I was dating all the way through high school that I moved to Utah for, we got married. <laughs> and we went to we went to UNC together. We were at UNC, married, worked, went to school together. But then when we came back, I started working at Gart Sport. And I was going to finish my degree at Montana State Billings, or Eastern Montana College. Yeah. And they had a club team. Oh, really? Club team. So I was taking a class and I played on the club team. I had some fun. And Minot State, I Joel Golickson is a buddy of mine that he's the head coach at Minot State. They came over, you know, Minot, weather in Minot's not so great, but the weather in Billings is a lot better. They came over and they played us, played MSUB. So, you know, and, and at that point, what I was doing was, I wasn't playing as much. I was coaching more as what I was doing. And so Gully's like, you know, we're talking. He goes, why don't you come to Minot and be actually get paid and be my assistant coach? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, and that way you can finish your degree because, you know, I'm working full time and trying to finish a degree and doesn't go real well. No. So I moved to Minot and get my transcripts so I can finish my degree and gully goes you have a year of eligibility left you know that and i was like what are you talking about I said i started like 10 years ago <laughs> there's no way and he's like yeah. this is the nai there is no clock and i was like no way so we looked into it and i i literally went there to be an assistant coach found out that i could coach and or found out that i could play and I ended up playing that spring. I did put up some pretty good numbers. I friggin' I I want to say I hit. I don't know for a fact. I'd have to look back, but I want to say I hit like three eighty five. Had you wow. know, it's I hit in the three or the four hole as a bad old man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me but, look. I think I may. Do I have your stats here? I'm not sure. I, it, I think I. I'm. Don't. I thought I did. I have your career. I don't have your stats. <laughs> <laughs> so, but had a blast, you know, and literally I went from playing first base or DHing every day at Minot State to 
that's that summer and and this is this is kind of ironic but i moved i moved to minot to be an assistant coach yeah so i was living with joel so gully and i were actually roommates <laughs> and so my so i went from being an assistant coach to being a player and living with the head coach you you, you can't you can't make this up you know it's no. so gully and i lived together and it was probably about two weeks after our season was over. Gully came to me and he goes, Hey, I'm the D coordinator for football. I put more time in for football. And he said, you ran the entire program all fall last fall, you know, as an assistant coach, Hey, your eligibility is done. And a lot of these players, they respect you for who you are that, you know, you're a baseball guy. And he said, you made decisions <laughs> as a player <laughs> what we were what we should do and what we shouldn't do and he said our plan was for you to play come back and be the assistant coach he said i'm actually going to propose to fran hummel our ad that you be the head coach and i'm the assistant coach i was like oh wow he goes do you want to do it I said yeah not a problem so i ended up being the head coach and and it actually only lasted for the fall because just after Thanksgiving, my dad had a quadruple bypass. So I left, uh, had a heart attack and quadruple bypass. I left uh, Minot and went back to Billings. <laughs> <laughs> and that leads me to my next question. Um, you coached at MSUB for the club baseball. Yeah. How was that different from, you know, NAIA, NCAA? How is the club different? So club, what it is, is club doesn't, you don't have to have eligibility. All you have to do is be enrolled in school. So we, when I was at MSUB coaching club, we actually, we, we had a ton of guys, you know, back then, realistically, guys that were from around the area, you know, they weren't, there's a number of them weren't going to school. You know, mm -hmm. they weren't going somewhere to go play baseball. So there was a number of guys that were around that could be playing baseball at the club level that were taking classes. And so we had a ton of guys there, but you'll laugh. We actually had guys that had used up their eligibility. So you you had guys that had, had gone and, you know, had, had gone to Whitworth or, you know, to multiple other places and they had no, NCAA NAI eligibility had played their four years, yeah. but they hadn't graduated. So they could still play club baseball. And if they were working on a master's or a graduate program, they could play club baseball. So we ended up having three or four of the guys that were on the Mustangs that had come to town and had girlfriends that they met in Billings that weren't hanging out that they came and worked out and played with us until they had to take off to go to spring training. Wow. And, oh yeah. So, and then we had a ton of guys that had played their college eligibility out that were in Billings, you know, taking classes and what we actually did. And it was Jamie Evenson, myself and Scott Schmidt. were like, okay, we're going to figure out all these guys that are from around the area. All right. Who do we have that we can put the, say hey come and take classes at msub and play on the club team so through our uh, slow pitch softball during the summer we were like hey 
you played college baseball, you know, and we just talked to guys and it, it ended up being that that's what we did. We had a blast. I mean, we're playing Montana state, you know, university of Montana, you know, Idaho, Idaho State, uh, Colorado state, um, university of Colorado. It, it's, and in fact, we would have like university of Mary would come over and play us. Minot state would play us. Um, uh, it's so Mayville, we actually did a triangular in Mile City. You'll love this. So Mayville State, Minot State, and MSU Billings. We did a wow. triangular during the fall. And Coach Barry was after we played. And, you know, to this day, you know, well, actually, Coach Barry is retiring after 40 years at Mayville State. This year, this is last year. And he came over and he said, you know what? This is some pretty dang good baseball. He said that for a club baseball team, he said, this is not when you talk about a club baseball team or a club sport, you mm -hmm. don't see this. He said, you got three or four guys that are throwing high 80s, low 90s. And he goes, we don't see this when we go to the regional for the NEI. <laughs> he said, he said, we want we want to do this every single year during the fall. Cause it's going to make our guys wake up and go, Oh, these guys are good. But like we played Dawson community college, uh, Brent Deagle at the time was the head coach. Uh, Robbie Bishop was over at mile city, but they didn't do it. And Robbie actually helped us set it up when we did the triangular with Minot and Mayville. And it was partially because during the fall, the, the, the DAC 10 was not supposed to play baseball. So they um, couldn't play. They couldn't play in North Dakota. That's why we played in Mile City. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so it worked out. So, but it was the club team. There's no eligibility. All you had to do was be enrolled in a class, and there was a number of guys that were enrolled in the phys ed class. <laughs> <laughs> Introduction to phys ed that we're playing. You know, and it, it was a blast. It, it it's. Basically, it was glorified slow pitch softball, but you were playing baseball. <laughs> awesome. And we had fun. And what it did, honestly, because Gary Gray was awesome, the AD, former AD at MSUB. He had talked and they had pushed and they had pushed and they had pushed to bring varsity baseball, you know, to MSUB. Yeah. And, and just they couldn't get it pushed to. And, you know, Dr. Sexton really wanted it and just they couldn't get it across. And because we had so, so much support and people were coming out and actually paying attention to what was going on with the club team that finally they're like, you know what, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, let's get it pushed through. And it worked. And, you know, and Dr. Gray, it was, he said, you know what? And, and this is after I actually came back, you know, I'd, I'd left, I'd left Billings and came down to Nebraska and I'd come back and I went to a basketball game and at MSUB and, you know, I'd still a lot of friends that were there and, you know, coach Kars, the basketball coach, awesome guy. And I went back to see one of their basketball games and sat with coach Gray. And he said, you know what? It's finally going to happen. We're going to get varsity baseball. And he asked if I was interested in coming back to, to coach. And I said, honestly, I would say yes, but I'm really happy where I'm at. You know, it's MSUB. I was here. My family's here, but what I'm doing right now, where I'm at in Nebraska, it, it's good. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so, but 
it's it, it was cool is for the people to see the club baseball team it's you know yeah so we we actually had a we would put on a tournament uh easter weekend i mean we shouldn't have done it easter weekend we should have done a different weekend <laughs> but it's a bunch of college kids you know they weren't gonna do it but we had colorado state idaho state montana state university of montana you know and what we did is we actually had eight different well university of arizona came up wow we had eight different club teams in billings on easter weekend and we played at Pertz Field and Arbasca, played a 214 pool and then had a championship. And what we did is we played Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And Shooters Bar and Grill that was at West Park Plaza. Yeah. They put on a huge that it was beers, brats, and burgers. Ten dollars all you could eat and drink for all the players. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, awesome. And that's we did a ton of fundraising for you know the program with that it's it was a blast we had a lot of well dan bars with first interstate bank that you know does a lot of the you know the the fundraising that helped out for the you know the sponsorships for the legion he really pushed to help the club team and they bought uniforms for us first interstate wow. bank you know and it's it he wanted to see it go there was a number of people you know, lloyd Ockenbach, speedy sir speedy you know uh, his both of his boys ended up playing Legion, you know, and it, it's Lloyd Lloyd and his uh, Lisa. They put in some stuff, but like uh, you had Kevin Rao, you know, former former Royal. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, oh, uh, by beverage, I can't even think of um, Don's last name that was at by beverage, but. A lot of the supporters of of you know Legion baseball, even you know guys that did stuff with the Mustangs, yeah, they put they put time and effort into the club team, and it's it went out it went over really well. It was it was fun. It was it was baseball. It kept us in it, and honestly, it because we started up before the Legion team did. Yeah, it gave it gave those people that were wanting to watch baseball in Billings a chance, like. And we played at Arbasca, and it was not uncommon to have 150 people at no. a club baseball game at Arbasca Field <laughs> in the cold. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you mentioned Rob Bishop, and he is one of the best coaches that MSUB varsity baseball has ever had. Yeah. So, Robbie's awesome. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's Rob. I've known Rob for a long time. In fact, some of our club guys, guys that played on the club team, when I when I actually when I left MSUB and I went to Midland, and Rob said, "All right, hey, you got this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy that are playing on your club team," and he was at Huron State in Huron, South Dakota. So Trey Ransom, Shepard, there, uh, can't remember if Brad Caton went or not, but. He basically picked four guys that were playing on the team at MSUB and said, I want them to come play for me at Huron State. And they did. They went down and they played. You know, in fact, when I was at Midland, we played Huron. So guys that I was coaching at MSUB that went to Huron, we ended up playing against them when Huron came to play Midland. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, I want to fast forward a little bit to now where you're at at Bellevue. 
what made you, you know, make the step to go to Bellevue? How did that come about? And what has made you want to stay for all these years? So I, I was at Midland University. Well, Midland, Midland Lutheran College is the step that I took from here. And basically what it was is because I had coached Legion in Billings and I had a connection with Mike Anderson, which Mike was my assistant when I played at University of Northern Colorado. Mm-hmm. He was an assistant at University of Nebraska. And he's, I was giving, you know, I'd say, hey, you need to look at this kid. You need to look at this kid. You need to look at this kid. And, you know, and the same thing with, you know, I had uh, Jim Thomas, JT at Wichita State. I was really good friends with JT, still am to this day. And telling them about, all right, here you go. You need to look at this kid. And they would ask. And so I, I, you know, basically work as a bird dog for them that if they wanted to hear, see a kid or hear, you know, hear about a kid, because, you know, back then you didn't have the internet. Right. So I'd talk and talk to him, you know, get a little bit of a breakdown. And Mike, Mike was like, Hey, you don't need to be coaching club baseball in Billings. You need to be coaching, you know, at, at the college level. And I was like, okay. And he said, here you go. Midland Lutheran is looking for a pitching coach. If you go there, you do successful and you get the job done, show everybody what you want. He said, you're going to find, find a job, you know, and he goes, and there's no way coach Van Horn is going to hire a guy that's coaching club baseball to come and coach with him at the university of Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. So Jeff Field at Midland called me and said, here you go. Boom, boom, boom. Coach Anderson gave you rave reviews. The job's yours. Do you want it? And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I packed up and moved to Fremont, Nebraska. I was there for a year and it was, it wasn't the baseball that I was used to. And in the time that I was there, I had done some lessons with a couple kids at one of the high schools that was local. And, you know, and Fremont's not too far from, from Omaha. It's 25 miles. But between there is Valley High School, which is Valley, Nebraska. And the athletic director at Valley High School had come to me and said, hey, our uh, our head baseball coach, is, he's done at the end of the year. We we have the positions open. I'd love to hire you. And I'm like, well, I'm at Midland. And he said, told me what the pay was going to be. And when it was four times the pay that I was making at Midland, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yep. So I I did that for three years, had a blast with it. But in the time that I was there, you know, I was creating more relationships with college coaches. And I knew the coach at Dana very well. And Damon said to me, he's like, hey, I'm leaving. I'm taking the head job at Nebraska Kearney. Chad's going to take over as the head coach. And you and Chad already play slow pitch softball together. Chad actually asked me to talk to you if you would be interested in leaving your position and come and be his full-time assistant. I was like, ah, I'm not real sure about that. And, you know, why my wife and I, we had, we had moved to, from Fremont into Omaha because she's working at Nebraska Medicine. Mm-hmm. I, was dry, I was driving back and forth, you know, which, hey, it's not that big of a deal. It was 15 miles, you know, not that big. And yeah. like, okay, where we live, literally, it's the same distance. 
to drive to Blair, Nebraska. I was like, ah, and I thought about it and Damon and I talked a little bit more and he's like, a lot of the stuff that you deal with at the high school level, you're not going to deal with in college. And I worked and what I ended up doing is I worked at camp with them that early that summer. And I'm like, okay. And Chad's like, well, are you going to make it official or not? And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so I went to Dana and I was at Dana for four years and we literally successful. I mean, we worked great together and we had a new president came in and was going to change the scholarship structure. And Chad and I, after the meeting that our new president, we both went in the office and said, this isn't going to work out real well. I actually got to hit pause for a minute. I got the dog is freaking out. He's got to go. out. <laughs> All right. So then after Dana um, College, what brought you to Bellevue? So you the, this is going to bring, bring the Montana thing, the Billings, all in a big circle. So when I was at Dana, we actually played Bellevue. And the head coach at the time was Mike Evans. And the assistant coach was Derek Waddups. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so Derek and I, pretty good buddies. We'd go out and we'd recruit. We'd hang out, sit around, BS, you know. And Coach Evans came over to me and said, hey, you know Derek's leaving at the regional. Derek's leaving. He's going to Salt Lake Community College. as He's going to take go back home to Utah. And I'm looking for full-time assistant and the word is is that you're probably leaving dana college and i said well chad and i have both agreed that we're going to try and find somewhere else because there's no way the scholarship structure that they're changing dana to will never be successful we're not going to be a winning program yeah. and we had just won three of four gpec conference championships so it was like okay and he's like, Coach Evans was like, I'd really like for you to come and coach with me. He said, and if you come coach with me, we're not going to fight over the same kids we're recruiting that you're recruiting and we're recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> so sat with Derek for a little bit, BS with him a little, you know, talked about it. And so thought about it. And literally the next day, Human Resources from Bellevue University called me and said, hey, you need to come in and fill out your uh fill all, all your all your employment paperwork and i was like what <laughs> coach evans is coach evans came in and told us that you're going to take over for derek as the full-time assistant and i was like oh really <laughs> so i called my wife and i told her what was going on and she's like well not a problem that's so cuz we honestly were looking at other schools uh that we're not in the Omaha area. I had to go, I had applied for other jobs, this and that. And what it did is, you know, my mother-in-law lives in Dodge, Nebraska, which is an hour from us right now here. So she gets to see the kids all the time, but awesome. yep, it was, it was the writing that we needed to, to stay at, stay in the Omaha area. Worked out fine, but that's how, I, because Derek Waddups left, Bellevue University, you know, and now he's at MSUB. It just, it's the baseball world is so small. 
And it really is. It, it's it's unbelievable. But because Derek left, it opened up the door for me to move into Bellevue and stay in the area that we wanted to stay. And 18 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I see the USA jerseys in the background there. Yep. How did you get involved with USA Baseball? So, well, obviously all the way back, uh, you know, when I played after my freshman year, I did the the USA deal. And one of the coaches was Bill Olson that coached with Jack Bloxham. And I I had no idea that, you know, who Bill Olson was or anything. And just happened to be that I'm we're at the where I'm at the national convention is where I'm at. And Coach Olson was there and he's standing there talking to Ron Polk, the old coach from Mississippi State. Walked over and I said hi and talking and Coach Olson was asking me, he's like, hey, so what have you been up to? You know, and call, my nickname was Montana because I was the only kid from Montana that was around, you know, and it actually followed me to, into, you know, when I was at Seward County, everybody called me Tanner Montana. And when I was at, <laughs> at Snow, it was it, it they they called me Tana and I I don't know how it continued to follow me but you know <laughs> it's like one person knew one person from every oh. team was just like hey this kid from Montana's coming <laughs> yeah that's so but he asked me well so what are you up to and I said well I'm coaching college baseball in Omaha Nebraska I said well Blair Nebraska and he's like really I was like okay and he said, do you know where I live? I said, coach, I have no idea where you were from, you know, a long time ago. And he said, I live in Omaha, Nebraska. And I was like, no way. And he goes, where do you live? I said, Northwest o Omaha. And he goes, do you ever go to Northwest High School to the baseball field? And I said, oh, yeah. And I looked at him and I'm like, oh, my God, Bill Olson Field. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yes, the field is named after me. That's where I where i live he goes i'm not coaching anymore but he said i help out i do lessons at the strike zone and i said i've been to the strike zone so we we're talking he said you need to do a usa baseball clinic with me so i did a clinic with him and next thing you know i'm working with bob pro texture and sean buchanan and i'm doing all the usa baseball stuff so i'd start doing you know everything from going down and working with with Nate Trotsky down in California to, you know, working the NTIS stuff in, you know, anywhere from Omaha to Oklahoma to St. Louis and, you know, out to Raleigh, North Carolina. But the kicker is, is I got to know Eric Campbell really well. The one of the assistant directors for USA baseball. Mm -hmm. Well, it just happens to be that he's from Omaha and he played at Creighton university and he's really good friends with Coach Olson. So that's how I got into it. And it's it's been a blast. I had a lot of fun with it. it it's I still do a little bit here and there. I'll, you know, and just the friends that I've gotten through USA baseball. It's it's unbelievable. Just the and it's baseball is such a small world, but really the guys is. that have I've gotten to meet, it is unreal. Just and you you sit back and you're like, you know. You go, holy cow, Whitey Herzog, you know, it, it's so when we would go to St. Louis, Whitey Herzog would come and talk to all the coaches that we had there for the NTIS. And he just 
you know, hey, he's a he was a former major league manager. Right. You know, he, it's like you're thinking, oh God, this guy's, you know, and he is just one of the coolest, most laid back guys there ever was. And it's like I literally sat in the dugout with Bill Olson on one side of me, Whitey Herzog on the other side, and just talking about baseball. And <laughs> I would have never gotten those opportunities, you know, without baseball itself, but USA baseball. But we did clinics and stuff, and we'd go to Kansas City on a pretty regular basis. And I actually got to meet Buck O'Neill when we went down. We we went down to Kansas City and Buck O'Neill and got to meet him. You know, we went to the Negro League Hall of Fame and just happened to be that this old guy is just sitting out there on a bench. And I'm like, man, it's, you know, and had gone through. And, you know, there's bunch of other coaches that were hanging out i sit down and he just he's how are you doing young fella and sat there and i talked to him for you know 15 20 minutes and next thing you know he we're at you know our usa baseball event and guess who the speaker is buck o'neill <laughs> i'd already sat down and got a talk a chance to talk to him and since then, and what I would what I also did is they would always hold the Midwest Scout Day. So all the major league scouts, they would hold their scout day at Kauffman Stadium. So I would uh, I'd get invited to it because of USA Baseball and because Scouting Bureau, I got to got in with them. And Buck would be there every time. And all these young guys, they'd see him, they'd he'd walk by, and because I had actually sat down and talked to him and I wasn't afraid of him. He would say hi to me and I'd end up going and sitting down in the, one of the first three rows. I'd sit by him, talk to him and <laughs> some of the older coaches. And it just, the guy was amazing. It just, it, it was cool. I mean, there's not too many people can say, Hey, I got, I had Buck O'Neill's cell phone number. I could call him anytime I wanted, you no, know, they're and, not. <laughs> no, they're not. And it just, it, it was awesome. But, you know, coach Wilbur Ellis, that was at Grambling, that's he's retired now i i got to meet him through usa baseball but then ncaa does their youth camp during the college world series so he helps organize the ncaa youth camp and even though i'm an nai coach he pulled me in because i know so many coaches around the area to help oh, him cool. and i actually got to sit down had wilbur ellis i had buck o'neill and you're gonna go no way and I had George Brett all sitting at a at a table at Kauffman Stadium. And I just sat there and talked to him. And it just it's awesome. the things that have happened in, you know, and now every time that I see I go to the national convention or something, you know, and George Brett's there because he's they got the Brett brothers bats. I walk up and I say hi to him and says hi. And he's like, Yeah, you you're the Billings kid. And I'm like, Yep. And <laughs> you know, he he played in Billings. Yeah, and he did. I obviously I I was too young. I didn't, you know, I didn't see him, but it's, he remembered me and it's cool. It's, and it's just a whole cycle of baseball billings. It's, you know, if, if I wouldn't have been from billings, played in billings and talked to him about it, we would have had nothing to talk about. And now every time I see him, he says hi. And it's, it's actually kind of funny when I saw him just uh, last, eh, it was February. He actually asked me how my daughters were doing. And, oh wow! Yeah. So, and it just 
it, it's cool for to get those relationships. And if it wasn't for baseball, would have never happened. That's so awesome. Um, I want to thank you so much for your time today, telling me about your amazing career. Um, and I want to congratulate you for becoming an American Legion Hall of Famer. That's that's awesome. It, it's not something I expected at all. It's I I played the game because I love playing the game, and I'm just lucky that I was from Billings. You know, it, it's like it, when Jeff called me, I said I had no idea, and I my personal opinion, there are a lot more, a lot of other guys out there, and there's way more guys than me that deserve the the honor that have done things bigger and better than I have. And for them to to actually say, hey, we want you to be a part of this, it's it's something pretty special, and I am very, very honored. And for all the guys before me and all the guys after me, thank you. And continue, continue the goodwill for Billings, Montana. Not specifically the Scarlets, Royals, Blue Jays, Cardinals, but Billings, Montana, the Legion program, it's something special. And after after you get out in the world and you figure out how many people that know about it, Billings Montana Legion, it's you're gonna you're gonna figure out what what you have there is nothing anybody else has. It's so keep it rolling. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for your time and have a great rest of your day. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You too. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.